Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. What is the power of being connected to Hashem? What is the power of being spiritually aligned? I've met, like, you guys can probably see, but I've met probably every person that you could imagine, and obviously only to meet more and to do more content with them. The one thing that I noticed amongst rabbis and amongst wealthy people and amongst successful people is that they're all spiritually aligned. What do I mean by that? They have bad moments, they have harder moments, but they're not like completely out of the ballpark. Some people are just like completely out of the ballpark. Like one day here, one day one day in the Ben Midrash, one day in the city, like in the clubs. It doesn't make any sense. No. Being spiritually aligned means you have to have consistency. Like, whether you may want to believe it or not, but actually having a connection with Hashem, like I literally heard a rich guy told me, tell me the other day, he's like, yeah, I had this I had this thing and I just spoke to Hashem and I made a promise and it just worked out. And yeah, obviously he's meant to be rich, whatever calculations and etc. But it's not, there's no chidush. There's nothing more complicated for them. Like they have the same tests in life as we do. For us to struggle with a, not us, I'm saying for a person that's not rich, like for a person that's not rich to struggle with a, a certain bill, the rich guy just has to struggle with 50 bills, you know? He has to pay off 5 million instead of 5,000. It's just, but I noticed that they're very spiritually aligned. They don't go into the business world without Hashem. And the same thing with the rabbis. The rabbis are always connected to Torah. It's it's like, it's something that people don't speak about enough. Like there's a there's a certain power that you have when you're talking to Hashem, you're connected to Hashem and you're, and you're learning Torah. It helps you. It's it's a relationship that you need to form. People have broken up relationships in the past with people, toxic, not healthy, etc. I promise you, if you really try to connect to Hashem and just speak to Him in your own words and pray, if you're a guy, go to go to that minyan three times a day. It's worth it. And if it's hard, you can start with one and build up. You know, build religion slowly. It's better. It, it's better to actually to work slowly, slowly for a period of six months than to just be stark for two and then completely lose it because it's not healthy for you. No, build your build it slowly. Build it in a healthy way, a healthy religion, a healthy relationship. Because ultimately, a, a big facet of religion is a relationship. When you talk to Hashem and give Him your problems, like let me give you a scenario. Imagine you're married. Imagine you're married. Or even if you're not married, but mainly if you're married because it's, it comes up more. Let's say you're married and you come home. You come home and you're about to go into the house and you're, you had like a bad day. Taking five minutes in the car or outside the house to say, to talk to, talk to your day with, to talk to your, to talk about your day, sorry, with Hashem, will allow you to come in and to not have to blurt it out. Like why do people have to, why do other people in the relationship have to carry your burden? Why? It's not fair. Just because you're in a bad place doesn't mean the other person has to carry that. There has to be boundaries. I am not ready to date, let's say. I am not this. Like, communicate. I am not... I can't get married because I'm not a healthy person. You, you want to develop healthy relationships with people, but you have to have, first have a healthy relationship with yourself. And these are things that I only learned through experience. Like, giving the problem to Hashem, who gave you the problem to begin with, and communicating out with Him and emptying your heart of that is very powerful. Because then it'll allow you to go into your house and be clear be able to see wait one second just because I had a bad day maybe my wife had a bad day too but if you're so filled with your own self 
how can you see anybody else on the planet? If, 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 if you become so self-centered in a way where all, all you see is you and yourself and what you're experiencing, you can't see anybody else because you're bottled up with your own experiences. Like, I, I really don't want to say any names on this podcast, but people that are spiritually aligned are very, very, very in a different place, in a different world, and they just live good lives. Like, straight up. I've seen it. 100%. Yes, a life of difficulty, a life of challenge, but when you're connected to Hashem, there's no challenge that you can't overcome because you know that Hashem is in your life. It's a very powerful idea. Not a powerful idea, it's just a fact. Like, Hashem is with me, nothing can touch me. And... What is something that hurts this a lot? Shmirat I know we talk about Shmirat Abrid a lot. We talk about it all the time. But I wouldn't talk about it so much if it wasn't so important. It really, it really like, it takes a person out of the world. When a person's running after his temptations and he's fulfilling them, God forbid, chas shalom, it's ruining his life. Oh, but I already do it three times a day or whatever. Like, so what? So what? Think about yourself higher. Think about yourself as deserving more. Why do you want to just throw away your whole responsibility? Like, Hashem gave you that organ in your body to do the right things with it. Not to just spit in His face and to throw it away. I get it. It's hard. But help yourself. Like, the Yetzahara always wants to depress a person. Always, always. And I catch it with myself too. The Yetzahara brings you back to the past. And the Yetzahara tells you, oh, look at what you didn't do. And look at what you did. And this... That's, not, that's idol worship. That's Avodah Zarah. Avodah Zarah is when you worship a version of yourself that made a mistake yesterday. You're not supposed to wake up in the morning and say, oh, wait, Jonathan made a mistake yesterday, so that defines who Jonathan is today. No, it's not true. If you wake up, you wake up in the morning as a new person. It says in the Torah, You wake up every single morning as a completely new person because Hashem recreated you, and here you are, brand new brand new it's not, it's not it may look like it's you and it may look like it's the same world but it's not it's a completely new world with completely new opportunities a deal that didn't go through yesterday can go through today a deal that didn't go through today can go through tomorrow it's that's just how that's just how it is that's how life is is even me myself with my content creation i've seen i've tried to get a certain guy in a video he said no for months and all of a sudden, he's like, yeah, come to me at this time. Whoa, wh- where'd that come from? I thought you weren't interested. Yeah, but now I see it from a different perspective. What does that show you? It shows you that if you, obviously, if you stay persistent enough, you'll get it. You'll get it. Things are meant to happen at the right time. Like, I've had, I have, I have, I have so much calmness and serenity. And I think it's because of what my dad has been trying to tell me my entire life. My dad always tells me that, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen at the right time. Whether it be marriage or whether it be, you know, your life or where you're supposed to end up. Like, why are you worried? Bibo, Lamata, he calls me Bibo. Like, why? That, that's his nickname for me. He's like, why are you, why are you worried about stuff? Where's your Muna? And I think to myself, like, yo, that's right. He's 100% right. If you know that the right girl or for the girls listening, the right guy is going to come at the right time. So why stress? Just wake up every day and do your best. Wow, that rhymed. <laughs> no, but really, why stress? Wake up every day and do your best. Like, give it your all every day. Give it your all. And if you're really struggling with something, I think what I would tell to you, what helps me, is honestly, this may sound crazy, but get into good shape. It, it, it's, 
it's very hard to, you know, be in a bad mood when you have a six pack. It's very hard to be upset when you're taking care of yourself, when you're not eating late, when you're when you're actually in the set schedule. Like, imagine the schedule where you're praying, so and you're learning, so your spiritual aspect is taken care of, and you're talking to Hashem. You're learning as much as you can. Even moments that are empty, you fill in the gap. And you're taking care of yourself physically. You're exercising, you're running, you're in good cardio, weightlifting if you want to be strong. And you're eating healthy, you're not eating late. Me personally, I've been trying to stop eating past seven the past couple of weeks. I messed up probably five times, but I'm still doing good. Meaning out of a month to mess up five times, I think that's good. Next month, I'm probably gonna mess up two times. Like, I'm trying really hard to, to like, I don't, I don't wanna just, there's an idea when it comes to weight loss to not just, you know, don't just go on a diet and lose weight. No, make a lifestyle change. Make a lifestyle change so that it'll stay with you forever completely say like I'm not gonna be a, like Jonathan I, I don't want to eat past seven I don't want to eat I don't want to do it when I'm single I don't want to do it when I'm married I don't want to do it when I have kids I never want to eat late no matter what because when I go to sleep hungry I wake up feeling amazing I wake up because because your body eats away the eats away the fat constantly and when you eat late right before right before bed especially if you're really hungry you didn't eat all day your body will store that as fat People think that it's, it's a good thing to splurge when they're really hungry if they didn't eat all day. It's actually not true. You should try to really go to sleep. Yeah, it's hard to go to sleep hungry, but you'll wake up feeling fine. If you don't, if you eat late, your body will store that extra food as fat because your body goes into survival mode and will say, oh my God, when is the next time, when's the next time I'm gonna get food? So it takes that and right away stores it. And that fat is hard to lose. Possible to lose, but hard. So what am I saying in other words? Have a stable life. And I'm telling you from my own personal experience that rich people, successful people, rabbis, whatever you want to define as success, I really think the best kind of life to live is, a, is, is a, I, what I've seen as being a rabbi. People that are rabbis, they have really good lives. It's extremely busy, but they're constantly helping people. So how can you expect to constantly, like, they're constantly helping people, so obviously Hashem is going to help them. I, I know a rabbi that deals with Shalom Bait, and his Shalom Bait personally is phenomenal. Because he's constantly helping people all day, every day to, to have better Shalom bites. So how do you expect him personally to have bad Shalom bites? It just doesn't add up. So when you get stable and you get with the program and you stop trying to escape and you want more for yourself, things are going to get better. Things are going to get really good. Just want more for yourself. Put on CT. It's not so bad. Dress a little bit modest, more modestly. It's not so bad. You know, some people, they connect to Hashem in different ways and etc. But me personally, I connect to Hashem to halakha. And I don't know why, but I, I, I really do want a wife that's going to dress modest. I really do want a wife that's going to be strict with certain things. That's going to wear a mitpacha. Like, I just don't, I just don't like this, this lenient uh, thing nowadays where people just do whatever they want. Oh, it's fine. It's not so strict. Oh, it's fine. I don't have to be that, you know. Oh, Shabbat, what? Like, no. We have to keep the religion, guys. We have to we have to really practice it the way that it's meant to be practiced. You can't you can't be lenient with 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 very important things because it will hurt your life. Like when a person overcomes himself or herself and really says, like, I'm just not gonna I'm just gonna guard my eyes. I'm not I'm not I'm not looking at at Jesus anymore. I'm not. I'm just gonna I'm not 
I'm not watching PORN anymore. I'm not doing that. It's just not the person that I am. It changes your, I'm telling you, it changes the ball game. I'm not telling you that to stop watching porn because I'm a liar. No, I'm telling you because I do not watch porn. I haven't seen that in years, years. And I speak to kids that are struggling on a day-to-day basis. And I know how hard it is to overcome. But I, but it's only going to be hard to stop when you keep watching because you're basically feeding the temptation. You have to really starve yourself. You know, it says in the Gemara, there's a small organ in the man's body that the more that you starve it, it's always going to be full, uh, satiated. And the more that you feed it, it's, al- it's always going to be hungry. It doesn't just mean, you know, to starve it uh, by not doing the act. It means to actually starve it with your mind. Someone once went to Rav Chaim Kineski and asked him, how do I overcome this test? He told him, don't think about it. He's like, what? Yeah, don't think about it. Meaning, don't. the more that you think about it, you give energy to exist in your mind and you actually want to do it. If you think about eating, if you think about a burger when it's past 10 o'clock, you're going to want to go to Joseph Dreamburger and get a burger. But if you just don't think about a burger, you distract yourself, you close your phone and you say, I'm, I'm going to sleep. Hashem helped me. Like, I don't want to eat late. No matter what, you're going to succeed. If you tell yourself, Hashem, I have a crazy addiction or whatever, maybe not an addiction, but it's hard for me or it is an addiction. I want to stop. You could work on it and overcome it. Everything that I'm telling you is not going to happen overnight. These things take time. And the whole idea is to just be okay with who you are. Be okay with messing up. Be, be okay with, you know, falling. But, like, actually try to have a consistent growth. Like, out of 100 girls that walk by, check out three. And 97, guard your eyes. Not the other way around. Don't, don't look at 97 and three like, oh, I'm a rabbi. No. You have to really work on yourself. Ultimately, why? Because you want to Abba. Break it down more. Why? Because it's going to help you. When you have a clear mind, you know, it, it, it says in Parashat Baal Techai, you can quote me if I'm wrong, but this is my Bar Mitzvah parasha, so I think this is where it says it. Someone that guards his mouth and his tongue will save himself from problems. What does this mean? Someone, Shomer Piv, his mouth from overeating, and his tongue from speaking Lashon Hara, he uses his mouth properly. He saves himself from problems that happen to his body. So if you're eating healthy foods and you're not talking bad about people, you're saving yourself from, from bad things that can happen to you. And when you guard your breath, and you don't waste seed, and you take care, and you and, and you don't watch immodest things, and you don't look at immodest things. Now you have a clear mind, a, and a clear stomach, and a body that feels great, and it's just ready to work. It's just ready to like get to it. Life, marriage, kids, job, career, learning Torah. You know there are rabbis that are overweight. It doesn't mean that it's allowed. It just means that it's really hard to be in good shape. But ultimately, you only gain from doing these things. You only gain from eating healthy. You only gain from refraining your eyes from bad things. You'll never know the version of yourself that you can become until you overcome the hardest things for you. And especially talking to people that are in unhealthy relationships or in dating someone right now, and they're not Shomer Nagiyah. I'm sorry, but if you're not Shomer Nagiyah, that other person, the guy or the girl, they don't have your best interest in mind. 
Because if they really thought for a second, yo, my spouse is the daughter or the or the the son of a king, and I'm just like taking advantage of them because I really want to make myself feel good. It's not it's not okay. And even if it's just hugging or even if it's just holding hands, it's asur. It's asur because it's not the right time. The same way it's not the right time for for single religious people to get married. It's not the right time for you guys to be touching each other because there's no there's no contract that abides you together. You are not responsible for each other. The relationship can end over some angry text or whatever and then it's done. What's holding you together? Nothing. So why continue why continue to basically hurt each other more if there's nothing really abiding you like binding you, you two together? Your souls are not together. Get married, great, do that, fine. But respect the religion, respect the process, respect each other, respect each other's souls. You're creating sin, you're creating negativity every time you touch when it's not the right time. There's a reason why Hashem made the world the way He did. And it's very genius if you think about it. I'm not trying to say that I understand the mitzvah. I don't think I understand any of the mitzvah. And I'm very far from any kind of inf- wisdom or information. But just a simple idea. If you eat a steak... Steak, steak is good, right? Can we do? Can we all agree that we like steak? You don't like steak? Fine. You like ice cream? Do you like gelato? I, I don't know. Like whatever you like. Think about your favorite food. Focaccia pizza. Great. If you eat the if you eat the same steak every single day, you're gonna get sick of it. First day it's great. Second less. Third, ah. Fourth, gross. I, I can't anymore. It's the same thing with intimacy and with this. that's why Hashem made a two week period every month where you're not allowed to be intimate with each other. It's literally a break from each other to now go and to reinstill the marriage. It says that when after the nida is over and you're with your wife again, it's like being with her for the first time after the whole two-week break. It's like a mental thing. And some and it's actually scientifically proven. And Goim actually try this. Everything in the Torah is really there to help you. Tzitzit, Shmirah, protection. How many stories have you heard of when people wore tzitzit and saved their lives? Tefillin, downloading a new consciousness. Go, go, try, try living without tefillin. Try putting on tefillin every day in a minyan and then try doing it without. People that, when you wear tefillin, they go and look at you and they get scared of you because your face shines. David HaMelech wore tefillin in battle. David HaMelech always wore tefillin. They used to always wear tefillin back in the day. But, but, but just to focus on the tefillin, the tefillin is a, is a, is a, is a download of a consciousness. It's a, it's, a, it's a complete new head for today. You're showing Hashem that Hashem, the, the, I'm going to control the temptations of my heart with my mind. Making brachot, purpose. Before you eat something, make a bracha. Show Hashem, thank you. Thank you for this. I appreciate this. This is very basic Judaism. And we can, there's, there's deeper stuff. Like people, Some people keep Shabbat an extra hour. Some people, you know, they wear the tefillin longer when they learn in the morning. Like there are very advanced levels. I've seen, I've seen, a, I've seen a certain rabbi of mine. Uh, he he wears his tefillin to like twelve o'clock. He he wears it the whole first seder. Some people they keep they want to keep Shabbat because they love it. Like when you actually get on the right path, there's there's more to grow on on that way. It's like for one guy, he doesn't know nothing about Judaism. For so for him to not eat a cheeseburger once a week is like a big deal. But when you advance, 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 your your Sahara grows with you. So now. So for that guy to not eat the cheeseburger once a week or to eat kosher, let's say, and for a very firm Jew to want to keep Shabbat an extra two hours, it's the same exact difficulty. But one is on a whole different level than the other. 
So you're always going to have opposition in life. You're always going to have a difficulty when you try to grow. The question is, what kind of problems do you want? Do you want to stay with the same problem of struggling to eat kosher or struggling to keep shomer or struggling to not go to the club? Like, no offense, but going to the club, it's like a problem for a loser. Only people that are empty go to these places because if you were, if you were really full and content, you wouldn't need that. You'd be happy where you are. Believe me, be, uh, not even I don't, I don't even want to say the word religious, but a lifestyle with Torah in it and mitzvot, it's, it's the most beautiful thing ever. It's, it's, a, it's really a life of contentment. Learning a chidush in the parasha, wow, matok, midvash, minofet sofim. Sweet. Conquering a gemara, sweetness. The Torah is sweetness, guys. The Torah is sweetness. And we keep selling it short for our own foolish desires. Desires that we run after and run after and run after, and they hurt us more and more and more. Giving us more and more and more problems to just need to fix later on when all you have to do is just stop for a second and open up your heart to Hashem and from there now you're going to want to pray and from there now you're going to want to stay and learn and from there now you're going to want to buy tzitzit and from there now you're going to want to commit and from there you meet the right girl like it's, it's so simple just like let go of the unhealthy stuff in your life and start to choose the healthy stuff live a life of purpose I'm not telling you to be a robot or to be a machine. I'm telling you to just connect to a life of purpose, something everlasting, something beautiful, and something that will never something that will never hurt you back. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. I really, really hope this one went into your heart because it came straight out of mine. I wish you all to have a great day, to have much success, and Hashem, to become the best versions of, your, of yourself possible. That's all I want. I want to live in a brighter world. I hope you all can grow, can connect to Hashem, can connect to His Torah and His mitzvah, and can really become the best versions of yourself possible. Not for me, not for nobody, for yourself, because you deserve it. And it'll really make you happy. That's the most important. Have a great day.